In the past, within the photography industry, many photographers have categorized poses as being more feminine and some more masculine. But we're in the middle of a cultural revolution and we're exploring new ways of seeing and being. And we're beginning to understand that some of the ideas of gender roles simply don't work for everyone. And that individuality and freedom of personal expression is not only okay, but it's really beautiful. You're about to learn what it takes to live free of fear, to finally feel confident in your work, and to step into your true authenticity as an artist. Get ready because this is where we learn to stand out, to say yes to creating the work that we so deeply desire. Welcome, I'm Denise Birdsong, and I teach photographers and artists how to finally make their mark. In today's episode, I want to chat about how and why photographers often use gendered language to describe emotive images. I want to dive deeper and demonstrate that body language actually spans gender. And I want to show you how this gendered language evolved and how you can bust through limiting beliefs and start creating in abundance. Hi, my name is Denise Birdsong and welcome to Make Your Mark. Um, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast. If you feel so inclined, leave me a review. It really helps me reach more people. You can follow me on Instagram at Denise Birdsong Photographer and please send me the DMs. I love hearing how you guys are doing, what you're up to and just interacting with you. Um, you can join my Facebook group, which is Stripped Down the Art of Emotive Photography, where I restream each week's episode and actually host a live Q&A so you guys can ask me all the questions. So with that, let's go ahead and dive right in. So in the past, within the photography industry, many photographers have categorized poses as being more feminine and some more masculine, but... We're in the middle of a cultural revolution and we're exploring new ways of seeing and being. And we're beginning to understand that some of the ideas of gender roles simply don't work for everyone. And that individuality and freedom of personal expression is not only okay, but it's really beautiful. So given our place and time, I believe we should probably stop using gendered language as a crutch to describe poses um, or emotion in images. Instead, you can actually learn to develop effective language tools that are gonna support you in your journey of creating powerful art. So photographers have used gender, gendered verbiage um, because of a lack of terms used to describe emotive photos, photos within the industry. And honestly, that comes from an overall lack of photography resources that exist. Um, there's just not a lot of them out there, but I'm here to change that. I believe that photographers have grasped onto this type of language with the intention of describing feelings, um, in an image or a pose that evokes uh, an emotive response in our subjects and those who view our work. And as photographers working with subjects, you actually may have struggled um, trying to describe something that you want to convey and you want felt in your work. 
It's something many of my students have told me that they have struggled with in the past. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I talk a lot about how powerful body language is, and I can't overstate it enough. It is so important, but verbal language itself can also convey subconscious emotion. It can really add like an emphasis. It can make something feel positive or it can make something feel negative. So hang in there with me. Let's look at some examples. I want you to close your eyes, unless of course you're driving. And I'm going to list some words. And what I want you to do is listen to the words and then just kind of be silent and take a moment to check in with yourself and ask what those words convey to you emotionally. So here we go. We're going to do this exercise together. Dark. Cold. Steel. Sharp. Blue and slab. And we're going to keep going in this exercise. Now we're going to talk about blush and soft and languid and glow and warm, delicate, smooth. It's pretty interesting, right? The words themselves outside of the context of a sentence can actually move you. They have power and they actually hit your subconscious faster than your conscious mind can actually process them. You know, poetry is a magnificent art form, which I love, for a reason. Poets know how to use language in an intentional and impactful way that reaches you on a deeper subconscious level that is incredibly powerful and moving. But you don't have to be one of the great poets to use language in order to create a powerful impact, but you can take a lesson from their playbook. I believe the first step in creating powerful images is intention. You need to understand the nonverbal ideas that you're trying to convey with your subjects because it's really difficult to convey your ideas visually if you can't first articulate them verbally. So let's take a look at some images together and talk about descriptive words that will reach the subconscious and create that powerful impact. So for those of you who are listening, you can head over to YouTube and there are actually going to be visual examples of this, Um, but I'm gonna do my best to try and talk you through it. So this particular photograph, this is a test shot of Margie Cato um, and it was captured by Lillian Bassman, one of my favorite photographers in New York in 1950. And in this photo, Margot's sitting with her back to the camera. She's leaning up against a window seal in a low back dress. Her hair's kind of tumbled and pinned up top her head while all this beautiful light is illuminating her back and her shoulders, her neck, her hair. As the rest of her is falling into shadows, you can actually see a glimpse of her profile. And the image is such a powerful image. 
Um, it's a pretty iconic image that I'm sure most boudoir and portrait photographers have seen. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're like, oh yeah, I've seen this. Um, and if you're not, you should go check it out on YouTube. Um, and in the past, many would have described this image as simply feminine, which is kind of obscure and so loosely defined that it lacks an emotive meaning. But if I change the language and use descriptor words like tender, intimate, delicate, soft, vulnerable, I'm better able to define the feeling that the image conveys in a more powerful and impactful way for you. So yeah, if you get a chance to check out that image, let me know what you think. Um, next, we have a set of images by another one of my favorite photographers, Miss um, Ellen Von Unworth. And she shot this set for S Magazine, I believe. Um, and they have a juxtaposition of female models posing with legs wide open, strong, direct eye contact, confrontational gestures, really assured stances, cool confidence, and completely unabashed sexuality. So I'm curious, did you see what I did there? I was actually using descriptors that were not simple and vague, like masculine, for example. Instead, I used descriptive words that were charged and conveyed the confidence, strength, and I dare you attitude of this set of images. And those descriptors were strong, direct, confrontational, assured, cool, confidence, and unabashed. And had I simply said masculine, my description of this set of images would have really fallen short um, in using verbal language to paint the picture of the incredible work that Ellen created. So go take a look at those images on YouTube and start thinking about it. And I want to challenge you this week, as you see images in your feed that you might have heard being described as feminine or masculine, to look at them with a new perspective. What descriptive words could you use to convey the feelings that you get when you look at these images? I think it's going to be a fun exercise for you guys, and it'll be really eye-opening and enlightening. So I hope you enjoy this next step on your artist journey. I really do love being here with you guys. So be sure to join us every Monday when we talk about this and more, because now that we have some new descriptor words, we can use them to articulate the feelings of an image. We have a new challenge. How do we communicate that with our subject? And here we are. We've all arrived at our current place in our journey. And I'm ready to keep learning and growing. How about you? I actually want to help you create intention and confidence with posing. So I'm inviting you. I'm doing this free boot camp. I'm super excited about it. Um, free powerful posing boot camp. It's going to be October 26th and 29th. It's a virtual online class uh, that will teach you about intention 
and this amazing pivot in your approach to posing. And we're also going to be giving away tons of prizes and having fun games. And there's going to be stuff going on. It's going to be awesome. Um, this is going to be incredibly straightforward. No pitch. Nope. I'm not selling anything. It's an absolutely free educational opportunity because I have a mission that is driven by my passion for creation and helping you create beautiful works of art. I promise I'm going to bring you my all on this topic. And I'm going to provide you with actionable takeaways and I'm going to blow your mind with this game-changing posing pivot. So don't miss it. Um, to join us, you can text the keyword bootcamp to the number 866-603-4337. Again, text bootcamp to 866-603-4337. Or you can head over to my website. It is www.thebirdsong.com backslash event training, and you can sign up there. I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review if you like. It really helps me reach more people. You can follow me on Instagram and I want those DMs, send them away. Um, you can join the Facebook group, which is Stripped Down, The Art of Emotive Photography. And again, each week I restream this week's podcast episode, and then I host a live Q&A on the episode. So I want to interact with you guys and be able to answer your questions. I don't just want to be a talking head. I want to be in there with you. So I'll see you guys soon. And until then, go create beautiful work this week. Bye, everybody. See you soon.